0: You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. Crystal Ward is joining us now. She is a Bible teacher, speaker, podcast host, founder of Grace to Grow, and here to talk about an exceptionally great 40-day devotional that will help us to release anxieties and dive into the purpose of our life. Crystal Ward herself, thank you so much for joining us this morning.
1: Good morning, Kelly and Steve. I'm so happy to be with you guys this morning. Good morning to all of the listeners. I pray that your day is going well so far. And um, before we get started, can I just, you know, say thank you to you guys, Kelly and Steve, for what you're doing every day and how you're serving the Lord and you're serving his people. I just appreciate the heart of God that I hear in your in your voice this morning.
2: Oh, well, thank you for that. We love what we do. It is a joy to yeah. to do it. What
1: a blessing. So I just wanted to take a second and say thank you to you guys.
0: Well, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Do you want to come and just, you know, spend time with us and tell us that often? And you know, sure. I'm not used to this much encouragement right now. This is
2: just
1: no. I just love it. I I just love the encouragement that I hear this morning. So I have my coffee, and I'm I'm looking forward to hanging out with y'all.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna finish my cup of coffee during this, and then maybe I'll be as peppy. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. No. Hey, you know, Crystal, thank you so much for this work. Um, you know, it, it's it, a lot of people don't understand for an author, when you produce this type of work, it's out of obedience to what the Lord is calling you to do. So first off, thank you for your obedience to what the Lord has called you to do. But second, what is it that he kind of nudged you toward and why this specific topic about anxiety and purpose what brought this whole thing about for you
1: Well, I don't know if it was a nudge or if it was a push, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, writing a book is no easy task. It appears easy, but it is not. But when the Lord stirs you and he compels your heart, you know, you guys are doing a, a giving campaign this morning. And when the Lord stirs you and compels your heart, my goodness, listen and follow the spirit of God, because you will not believe what he does with our obedience. And so I've been so thankful just for the testimonies that I have received, just waves and waves of testimonies over this book. But it really is um, a lot of the stories of my life on paper. Maybe I can tell you guys a little bit about me just for a minute. So I'm married to BJ and BJ and I in the Houston area have three children who are now getting ready for school. And I cannot promise they won't barge in the door at any given moment. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so we have a precious daughter, Abby, and she is 14. And then Emma, who is 11. And then our youngest son, his name is Evan. When Evan was only four months old, basically a newborn, he had a reaction to some medication that caused him to have over 70 seizures in 30 days. And that is a conservative number. And I can't even, you know, I talk about this story a lot. So forgive me if I talk about it easily. But it was by far the hardest thing I had ever done in my life as his mom, I I, I literally thought I was going to lose my mind um, in that month long process. And what I found is that it really uncovered this battle of anxiety that was uh, lying below the surface that I didn't realize was there. And so it took a, a long time to heal Not only from that issue, but for God to to dig down under the surface and pour his love on the inside of me to really heal this battle with fear. And I still visit it from time to time. You know, I'm human, uh, but I'm so thankful for what the Lord has taught me. And hopefully we can talk about
2: some of that today. Well, Crystal, I would love for you to dive into that, because I'll tell you, I was reading that little bit in your uh, biography before we started this conversation this morning, and I was thinking, my goodness, and just to hear that staggering number of seizures, and in a child so very young, my baby is going to be 25 in April, and if he were to experience <laughs> something like that, I would be beside myself even at that age, at 25, and I can't begin to imagine what your heart must have have gone through with this, your your, your little one so tiny. Because even at twenty five, I would far rather still I be the one suffering, not my child. How did? I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to word this the the way uh, you know. I, I know what I want to ask. I'm struggling with how to word it. How did? God dig down into your heart and walk you through all of that anxiety and reveal to you what was beneath the surface that maybe you didn't realize you had been struggling Not well maybe you didn't even realize you had a struggle with it maybe it was just a, a what Steve refers to as a low hum in the back of your mind but now it was coming to the surface through your son's battle this anxiety yeah. how did that become yeah. revealed
1: I think that you know, it was a, it was a process over many years. Um, Evan is now seven years old. He's healthy and obnoxious, uh, okay. seven-year-old boy tormenting his sisters, which is, you know, what seven-year-olds do. Uh, but it was really, it was really a process of digging below the surface. And, um, first John chapter four talks about that. If we fear, um, it is for fear of torment. And, but it says that, perfect love casts out all fear. And, you know, I just maybe want to talk to any of the listeners today that if you are in the middle of a crisis, sometimes things feel like crises and they're not, but we may have some people listening in today that are actually in the middle of a crisis. And I just encourage you to cling to Jesus. It reminds me of, you know, when Peter was walking on the water And he was doing miraculous things with God. Just because you're struggling this morning or you may be struggling this morning doesn't mean you're not doing wonderful things with Jesus. But then Peter looked around and he saw these storms and the waves and all of these things. And I believe he started to sink at that moment, and that the water began to, to come up over him. And that's a lot of the times what it feels like when we're battling fear and anxiety, like I am sinking, I can't get a grip here. And so I just encourage you to reach out and grab on to Jesus and let him latch onto you and to hold you close. Maybe take a minute where you are and just receive the love of God for you, right now and let him pour that love over you. That's how we get through these things. And we continue to grow and grow and grow more and more in his love and receiving it. And it casts out all fear.
0: Well, you know, Crystal, one of the big things that prevents us from moving forward is our own self-perception and what we value, right? Self-esteem and not knowing who God says we actually are, and that becomes an impediment to our growth. In your devotion, you have uh, one, uh, it's a day devotion that is called Removing the Rocks, and I loved how this really was positioned it says thoughts of rejection and questioning my worth had been surfacing in my mind tired of feeling unwanted and broken i landed on the blue sofa in my pastor's office he leaned in and listened to my story when my words ran dry he responded saying i think there are stones in your heart that need to come out Like a pebble in a shoe, they're not noticeable until you move. If you step on them, it hurts and it causes a reaction. And you say, stones? I I don't understand. I, I don't feel any hardness or anger toward people who have hurt me. But he said, you can forgive someone, which is important, but forgiving doesn't always mean that you heal the injury that is left behind, which can harden the pieces of your heart and become those stones. What are some of the impediments that prevent us from actually receiving God's grace?
1: Yeah, that is a fantastic question. I think a lot of the times we go through things in in life and you know we live in a fallen world and things happen we experience pain stuff happens to us that is not at our own fault sometimes it may be but many times it's not and we have a choice in those moments you know can we go to god and say lord how did you let this happen to me and and express that anger to the lord which i have done in many occasions and and I think that we don't necessarily offend him when we do that. He wants to be acquainted with, he's acquainted with all of our sorrows, scripture says. Um, but then we have another option and we can say, Lord, this happened to me, but you were there. You saw what happened to me. And and we can just take those pains and give those to the Lord. And let, I, I feel like a, just a theme of God's love this morning. and And then let him reach down and touch into what happened in that area of our hearts and let Him replace those false narratives that we've developed because of that issue with what is actually true and how much He loves us and how He was present and let His healing go down into those areas. And in doing that, we're actually able to take those false beliefs that we've developed and replace them with his truth and with his love. And so I've landed on that blue sofa many, many times. <laughs> and um, the Lord has just been so faithful to take these false beliefs and to, to flip them into what is true and and how much he actually loves us.
2: I love that you know you and you just started out by saying we do have a choice and we do have a choice in in what we we do and how we respond to what we're going through. And One of the things that that I have shared with with women that I've talked to uh, through women's groups that I've had the privilege to be able to leave it off and on through the years, Crystal, is talk to them about, about the power of praise. And regardless of what we're going through, and it's tough. I'm, I'm not going to say that this is easy ever, because sometimes we can really be deep in the throes of anxiety, deep in the throes of grief. And even if all you can do is just sit and listen to praise and worship music, if that's all you can do to start with, then, then do that. But if you can make yourself even just start to sing along, do, start to do that. Because there is something that happens. There is something about the power of praise when you're dealing with anxiety, when you're dealing with depression. And I would love for you to address that. Talk about the power of praise, especially where anxiety is concerned.
1: Yeah, we could literally talk about that for a long time. But maybe I can share um, a small story about that, that I actually don't think made it into the book. But um, so you're getting the behind the scenes this morning. But um, when I was going through that that time with Evan, you know, so we talked about maybe some of these false narratives that can develop in our hearts and in our minds through the pain that we experience. One of those was in that moment was that God had abandoned me, that my son was not going to live a full and healthy life. And and so I'm dealing with all of these um, things that don't align with the truth of Scripture, battling with all these struggling thoughts. So I, I called my pastor's wife and she says, you know what I think you should do? She says, I think you should put on some praise music. Now this is right in the middle of that month-long struggle and my my home my family we were we were all a wreck and I'm like the last thing I feel like doing at the moment is turning on some praise music. I I don't feel like doing that. But I decided that I needed help and I reached out to her for help and that I would just listen and do what she told me to do, even though I didn't feel like it. So I turned on. I don't even think this is a word, but it's going to be a word today. The praisonest music I could find. And it was kind of jarring at the the moment because it wasn't what I felt. So I turned it on. And then just as you said, Kelly, I just began to sing along. Now, this wasn't soft, slow worship. This was praise. And what happened is in praising, I just began to declare who God actually is in the midst of the struggle and truth began to rang out. And so I just felt, man, the presence of the Lord come in, the atmosphere shift in our home, and it really... What, it, what praise does is it actually takes our eyes off of the struggle, kind of like we talked about Peter walking on water and he was looking at the waves and puts it back on Jesus and just how good he is and how wonderful he is and all the truth of his word. And it puts God back on the throne of our minds, which is where he wants to be because he loves us so much.
0: You know, that is just so, so important to remember. He loves us so much, but sometimes the things of our life, and I I want to extend the invitation now to come back and join us a different day to talk specifically about how shame prevents us from understanding just how much mm-hmm. God loves us. But I, I do, as we're bumping up against our time, I want to give people an opportunity to understand where they can find your podcast as well as some information about the ministry. Can you share that, Crystal?
1: Thank you so much. That Yes, we have to come back and keep talking about this because we could talk about all these things for a long time. But if you guys go to grace 2 T O. Uh, grace2grow.tv like television you can find where you can purchase the book you can find links to our podcast all the free um, resources that we provide there and hopefully it will help um, everyone just walk more closely with Jesus
2: I like free resources I like them
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know Crystal in in just this last moment here uh, what words of encouragement would you share with somebody right now who's really kind of walking out their own personality personal struggle. It may not be the health of a child, it might be a relationship, it could be their career, but God is stretching us all in every moment and there are people who are mired down in those places where they're getting ready to dig out and and face some of those stones. What encouragement would you have for them?
1: Yes, thank you so much. Um, And let me just say to anyone listening that feels buried today. Um, My friend, I don't want to be redundant, but would you just connect with the Lord and let Him love on you right where you are. Resist the false narratives that says that He's abandoned you or any of those things. Scripture says He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. What great love the Lord has lavished upon us that He would call us sons and daughters of God, the Word says. So let the Lord be close to you today ask him to and just let that love cover you you will make it through with jesus
0: oh boy i love that that is no better truth to share than those words right now you will make it through with jesus that is just so great so great thank you crystal for spending so much time with us this morning you're listening to mornings with kelly and steve on moody radio from the word to life